Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader. I sit down on my lunch break, and we go over some Bible verses, trying to figure out how to be godly men. So, we are in Psalm 144 today, verses 3 and 4. It's a little short passage, but it's got kind of a big impact, so here we go. O Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him, or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a mere breath, his days are like a passing shadow. That's it. What uh, What do you make of this? How does this make you feel? Because I don't know, it's... Uh, I don't feel like nothing, right? When you think about man's place in the universe compared to where God is, it's pretty tiny. Pretty, uh, pretty small and significant. And, uh, not a whole lot, not a whole lot we have going on. Close the windows so the lawn mowing doesn't seep in. My mobile recording studio, also known as a minivan, is having some, some white noise feed into it. All right! So, what's the main point? Main point is, we're not worth squat. Uh, we have no inherent value or merit. So, not to say that we are worthless because God loves us and sent His Son to die for us, but that the God isn't really getting anything out of it. It's like a like a little boy keeping an ant farm. Uh, the kid's not getting anything out of having those ants. He's not getting anything out of feeding them. You know, like a, like a kid keeps a goldfish. The kid doesn't get anything out of that goldfish. Uh, he's not going to die if the goldfish dies. He's not going to, you know, be incapable of living or going on if the goldfish goes missing or dies or gets sick. He's just he's going to go, oh man, that's a shame, and get another goldfish. And that's sort of the perspective that this verse is just kind of pointing out is that we don't we don't have anything that we can offer God or anything that we can uh, of real merit we can go oh look at this here's what I did um, and then comparatively too which is like a flash in the pan we have uh, very little on the uh, the grand scale of the universe of our little snippet of our lives man is like a mere breath his days are like a passing shadow it's just uh, at one point it mentions uh, in a different different psalm. David uses the words uh, like a uh, like a flower passes and fades. You know, it's our our span on this earth isn't uh, isn't a whole lot. So what is man that you take knowledge of him, or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a mere breath. How small and insignificant our lives are is is really the main point and it's uh it's important to remember that in the context of uh in the new testament when it says uh, when jesus says you know the uh look at the the lilies of the field or the birds of the air the the lilies are finer clothes than solomon and the birds don't have to fight to find food and god feeds them and not one of these birds falls out of the air that God doesn't know about it. 
you know, are you not worth more than many sparrows? So you, you do have value, but it's, you know, it's in perspective. Um, we look huge to an ant, but, you know, we look kind of small compared to an elephant. It's, what are you comparing us to? And what's the, the background for it? It's taking a moment to put us in front of the background of God and the vastness of his creation. We don't, we don't have a lot to contribute as individuals or as a, as a collective. You know, we could all die tomorrow and the world still spins around the sun. You know, the whole rest of the universe just doesn't care, isn't affected. So uh, is this meant to encourage us then or, or convict us? Or, you know, what are we supposed to do with this? So it's, uh, it's in, in context in the psalm, it's, it's set in contrast to the fact that God helps David in battle and um, God has rescued David and, and keeps, you know, coming forth to, to, to uh, save him from peril. And then David goes into singing about um, blessing the, the Lord and sing a uh, full-on like worship song in the last part of the psalm um so it's in its immediate context it's kind of a contrast of you know what is what good is man to you and yet you help me in battles and um all i can do is sing about how awesome you are that's what we got um but in the context the larger context of the bible and then you know as applied to your life how does this play out um I, I like thinking about this kind of stuff to just remember. So so it's a it's an interesting paradox in that both are true. Every small moment matters, but nothing matters. So in uh, Jesus says, you know, uh, in in the last judgment, you will call to account every every uh, stray word. I, I don't remember the reference off the top of my head. Um, you know you be held into account for every small word and all throughout the epistles you have things if you know don't um don't do this don't do that um don't don't be drunk with wine don't do these little things and there's every little decision and choice matters um and you should be striving to get better but at the same time in the grand scheme of life you know the whole world's gonna burn in the uh the final judgment when jesus comes back anyway um and so do be present and be focusing on people, on those little moments of how did you treat someone. Uh, but then in the grand scheme of things, uh, the, the best example I've seen of this, I worked at a kitchen, a couple different kitchens over the years, as a dishwasher and then as a, as a cook a couple of times. And it was, it always seemed really weird and funny to me how just angry the cooks would get and how frustrated the, the, the wait staff would get. Because it's, oh, the food wasn't out on time. Or, oh, I shouldn't have to be responsible to do the oatmeal and the toast. Or, oh, it's good. these people aren't going to tip as well now because the food's cold. And uh, they everybody's getting angry with each other back and forth. And all I could think was, guys, like five to six hours, all of this is going to become poop. Why are we getting upset about it? Yes, care. Do your best. Try and be efficient. Communicate with each other. But... Uh, five or six out before you get off your shift all this stuff is going to be in a toilet and look very differently and just kind of think about that me as the dishwasher i'm dealing with all the stuff that wasn't good enough to become poop and just kind of frame everything in the larger context and go 
this thing I'm really upset about, it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter in about five to six hours or five to six days or months or years in the fact that life goes on and always have that kind of in the back of your head, in the background, um, and just always be understanding that these things I'm upset about and I'm frustrated over aren't going to matter in the grand scheme of things. However, contrast to that, every small moment matters where you're harsh with someone or you're, you're curt or you're selfish or you're deceitful or those little moments that you chose to indulge your uh, fleshly meatbag desires of being lazy or being dishonest or just like, ah, I just don't want to deal with it or, oh, it's just easier if I just take this and it'll be fine. And you, so you don't use the larger context to justify the small immoral moments. You, you have to take those to heart and understand that they do matter because those culminate into your character. Those collect up and add up and add up into that makes, creates your character. And so you, uh, you should be trying to do better over time. You should understand that those moments matter. They matter to God, to you, and to the other people involved. And, in the big scheme of thing, everybody's going to die anyway. The whole world's going to burn. It'll all rot and fall to rubble. Maybe relax on some things that seem really important to you right now. And, and put them in a larger, greater context of, of what is actually important in the scheme of eternity, or even the scheme of the next hundred years, ten years, five years. Uh, sometimes even just the next five hours is enough to think about this is really, really worth the amount of concern I'm putting towards it right now. So, what do we do differently tomorrow? And I've, I've touched on that a lot, is just to chill out. Chill out a bit. Understand, not everything is a life and death issue. Um, but contrast that with, let's think about this small thing. Is this a big issue? Is this a moment of, of my heart and my character where I can take to go... I will choose a better path. I will choose the moral path, the harder uphill path towards towards what's right versus what's easy and what's convenient and what's almost always the wrong choice. And uh, kind of hold those, those two in, in tension with each other so that as soon as you look at it and go, this isn't really a moral issue, my heart's in the right place uh, as far as, you know, wanting to do a good job or wanting to work hard or wanting to please the customer or... You know, just wanting to find the right materials. and But at the same time, it's not a big deal. And just realizing that you can let things go sometimes and just relax and not stress out over every small thing. Um, and I will caveat it, this is all, of course, in a context where uh, you are a Christian and all of your sins have been forgiven by uh, the covering of the blood of Jesus. That's assumed in the talk that I'm having right now. Uh, because obviously... You know, none of it matters to you if, if the whole world's going to burn, you know, one sin's as bad as a thousand sins. Um, have have fun, I guess, until you have to pay for it for eternity. Uh, otherwise, come to Jesus, and uh, you'll find out he puts your life in perspective. So there won't be that moment-by-moment -moment fear of how many times have I sinned today and keep track of, like, oh, do I have more sins than failures? And, oh, even one sin puts me out of having disobeyed the law, and so now I'm done. Jesus takes care of all of that. Uh, and then you can stress like a sensible person to go, oh, this I need to be concerned about. This I can chuck over to Jesus will take care of it all and get everything sorted out. 
when he shows up and wrecks the place and then makes the place awesome. So that's all I've got for you today. Uh, go ahead and try and answer at least one question down below. I'll put the questions and the scripture references there for convenience. And uh, ask me a question that you may or may not have or uh, share an insight or something. Uh, come say hi over on Facebook if you're not already watching this on Facebook. And uh, it's at facebook.com forward slash follow to lead forward slash follow the number two lead at uh, Facebook. And say hi. And with that, I will see you next time. Godspeed.